This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. You don't fully understand how it works, and yet you've turned it loose on society? Yeah, let me put it this way. I don't think we fully understand how a human mind works either. Well, that's not very comforting. I don't know if we've ever opened up a segment with a 60 Minutes cut from, what's his name? Is that Scott Pelley there? Yeah. But he was visibly freaked out by what he found out in this report last night. Well, I mean, this. what did you, what, are you tell, what did this guy from Google say? Oh, hold on. It's coming. Um, the, the, it was 60 Minutes. And they did a big thing about AI, and they featured a lot of it was Google because, you know, of what they've wow. developed. They have a program called BARD, okay? Okay. This is one they discovered. In the, well, I'll just play it for you. This is about learning a new language it wasn't taught. Some AI systems are teaching themselves skills that they weren't expected to have. How this happens is not well understood. For example, one Google AI program adapted on its own after it was prompted in the language of Bangladesh, which it was not trained to know. It learned it on its own. That's scary. Bangladesh. I'm sorry, Hal. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's what this is. How close did the movies get it right? Wow. And I'm, it not, is? I'm, not, I'm not a doomer. I, you know, I don't think it's like, oh, it's the end, it's this and that. But they irresponsibly unleash this thing without any controls. And going back to Elon for a second, because he's going to talk to Tucker Carlson specifically about AI tonight, I guess. He says he's been telling people for decades what's coming, and no one will listen to him. Well, and, and the problem is it's the computers. People are worried about computers taking their place. You have to worry about the computers and these robots taking over, just like Cyberdyne was. You know, That's what it was. It's, it's, you, or iRobot was a better example. And the problem is, it's the people that programmed them. He said they're programming these things with all lies. And you could just, you know, well, if, if it says, is it okay to kill? And it's programmed to say, yes, it's okay to kill. It'll kill somebody. But you know what it gets <laughs> to is it, it just does like, it grabs a bunch of metadata from everything that's been written about like a subject, right? And you can do a prompt and it'll get a bunch of different opinions. So far, as people have done runs on this thing, it's, it's leaning towards a specific like liberal bias because that's what's been published right so that's all the data it can take from this so it can completely rewrite history and if nobody's around to correct it in 100 years yeah see you later history so this wow this is the part where i think uh is that's his name right scott pelly 60 yes. minutes <laughs> he, he sounds vi shaken by this <laughs> it prompted it, it wrote a short story you just prompt in and write me a story about so-and-so, right? And he says it's got emotion, talks about humans, empathy. Bard drew its short story that seems so disarmingly human. It talked about the pain that humans feel. It talked about redemption. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Wonderful. Scott Pelley, unnerved. That's the best. But hey. that's scary. Well, it is. Hey, it's unnerving for a lot of people. But there's so much talk of it these past Really, especially two weeks. At least people are aware of it now. 
that. And, you know, how many, uh, I just think the first thing I thought of, though, is you can have it write whatever you want to write. How many kids don't even write anymore well, was in a, college? It's been a big problem. You know? Yeah, and, you, and, just, and, you put and it in a prompt. How, how many professors, I mean, professors traditionally read a lot more than the students, but how right. many are going to catch that it's plagiarized? I have a friend that's a lawyer, and he says, we could very easily be replaced within 15, 20 years. Because it's every in in minutes, it can access any case that's ever been wow. done. Just draw me up examples of this and give me some case law on this. There it is. What do I need? Wow, researchers, perfect gone. Well, that's the thing. You don't need paralegals anymore. Right. You just have a robot do it for you, your computer. Which is amazing technology. Jeez. It's, it's just great, but in the wrong hands. That's yeah. It could be Doctor Evil. It could be scary. <laughs> wow. I'm just that's nuts. You oh. mentioned classes, by the way, in college, just a yeah. off track of stand. Rutgers, their three day deal worked. They got everything they wanted. They're oh, back okay. in class today. So your tuition at Rutgers probably just went up if your kids go to school there. And just real quick, guys, good morning, by the Hello. way. Hello. You mentioned Cyberdyne Gen, of course, referencing Terminator movies, the company that made the, you know, the Terminators, essentially. But there's actually a Japanese company named Cyberdyne for Is obvious really? reasons. And they're an they a- shouldn't do that. I know, but they did. Don't bring that into the universe. Why, they, they could get away with that? Yeah, I guess so. And it's, they were founded in 2004, but here's what's funny. So they took the name from Terminator, the company Cyberdyne, and then they also took the HAL name from Space Odyssey 2001. Oh, see, no. And we're they're creating, these people. A lot. They're creating AI uh, exoskeletons to help people move and things like that. Cyborgs. Wearable cyborgs. Well, then at least they're using it for good, but, you know, HAL, I can't do that. Uh, open the doors. So there you go. There's actually a real Cyberdyne. Dave, I won't do that. Yeah, exactly. That was that was a creepy movie. That was a long, boring movie until he wouldn't open up the bay doors for Dave. I know. <laughs> it's like a okay. movie. It is. Finally, the, the computer has taken over. <laughs> Somebody saw this coming. Anyway, Jeez. all right. Time ago. To distract your mind from all that stuff, you got yes. movies like this. Mario. A lot of money. A huge. This is officially now a blockbuster, I think. Yeah, well, it surpassed Ant-Man as the biggest movie of the year. That's a biggie. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that doesn't happen very often. It made another $87 million. Uh, globally, since in two weeks, $678 million. That's big. Wow. By the way, The Pope's Exorcist, I saw it. I wouldn't highly recommend it. Anybody You went it. to it? It's over $9 million. Yeah. No, you what are didn't. you crazy? <laughs> You're not going to the Pope's Exorcist. I couldn't even get through the trailer for the stupid movie. And the, the Association of Exorcists, they're very upset at the movie. Wow, I'm upset because what's his name? Russell Crowe speaks with an Italian accent. Oh, does he really? Yeah, it's like, oh, geez. And yet Super Mario doesn't. Isn't yeah, that interesting? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw that Super Mario Brothers movie. It got some of our money uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, it was good. For what it was, it was excellent. Scale of one to ten, about an eight. Really? For just mindless entertainment of a, you don't have to be like a like a video game nerd. It was just okay. The, you know what was great? And how sad is this that people are so happy because there's no agenda. It's not trying to force anything on you. There's no there's no woke stuff. There's no nothing. There's no message. It's just an entertaining movie. Kind of like how Top Gun was. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, I like it. I mean, uh, Nora will like it. Like little, okay. like little okay. kids will like I'll it. I'll take Nora. <laughs> you're going to hate it because you're like, well, the plot was thin. 
no. No, it was good, though. I'm, I'm glad to see it's doing well. I'm rooting for it now. One of those things where, and I had heard that, because Diener had told us last week when he saw it. Right. No messaging, no nothing. I'm like, good. You know what? I want to put my money towards things like that. Yeah, well, mindless stuff and get, get away from all the nonsense. Yeah. Uh, what else is coming out that's going to dethrone this? Barbie. This- when does that hit? Isn't it May? May, isn't it? I think it is. Is it is? But wait, wait, is it coming out? I think it is Memorial May. Day weekend though. I, I think it's May. You check real Start quick. Start of Jen. the summer movie season. Yes, but there there is controversy with that. Have you guys heard this? No. Oh, jeez, already. Barbie controversy. Well, not so much with Barbie, but there's two movies coming out that day. It's Barbie, of course, and then Christopher Nolan's new movie Oppenheimer, which is about. Oppenheimer with the atom bomb and everything. Yeah, they're both coming out on the same day, and there's been a studio fight between them, saying you move your day, no, you move your day, and both both of them are like, no, we're not budging. So both movies are going to come out on the same day. You could not find two polar opposite topics. Can it say it's kind of a different crowd though? Oppenheimer and Barbie. <laughs> you imagine? You wow. Have like your eight-year-old son and your six-year-old daughter. And your son's like, I want to see Oppenheimer, Dad. No, I want to see Barbie. This can't be true. No, no kid wants to see Oppenheimer. <laughs> no. I don't think they need to worry. It's two different crowds. <laughs> no, I think you know be okay. Uh, according to this, it's July. Oh, it is July. Oh, is okay. it? Yeah. I, th- right, I thought well, so. I thought yeah. it was in May. I thought it'd come out too. like you know Memorial Day weekend. That'll be a big summer movie, though. Yes. So that's we. That's all we got is Mario from now till then. That's okay. <laughs> Just keep going back to watch Mario. It's going to keep rolling on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a. I think it's a message. If these companies don't stu. Studios don't get it now that people just want to be entertained and not don't want a message. Okay, prime example, Budweiser. Oh, update mm. on them. And you know what? They came out with their own commercial and nobody's buying it. No. Wow. I, I think it's I think they are irreparably damaged, as they say. Isn't that crazy? Oh, and before wow. someone yells at us, yes, we know Guardians of the Galaxy comes out in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, does yeah, it? yeah. Yes. I forgot about that. Oh. Oh, that'll be just, huge. Just that, before someone yells at us. That's okay. going to dethrone yes. Mario. Oh, that'll Until dethrone then. anything. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got that and more. It's coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Just because something bad happened doesn't mean that um, that away from us. This is our, these are our dreams. These are our passions. Well, that's a lady that was at the Boston Marathon 10 years ago. A terrible bombing incident, and she's Jeez. back. She wanted to come back for the 10th and run again. Well, you know she's what? from Indiana. It's, uh, it's Patriots Day in uh, lovely Massachusetts, so nothing's open. Everybody goes to the marathon. Well, at least people, a lot of people go. I've never been. My father told me it was a waste of time. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I was like, okay. I don't know. Growing up there, and I'm not trying to make it a Boston story, but I had no interest in going down there. But we would always watch on TV. It was yeah. always on. It, I mean, it was the biggest thing that took place that day. And then, of course, right after it, the, the Red Sox played. Yeah, they're they're they getting have, ready, right? They have an eleven ten a.m. first pitch. Holy cow! They got to get out of the way. <laughs> oh, jeez, get out of the way of the marathon. But uh, that takes place. It's uh, what is? How has security changed? Not only at the the finish line, but at the entire route since then, and the entire country. Which is why I bring it up. I, that's a great question, Jeb. Because do you remember the time when they used all the security cameras? Lord and Taylor had the best one, but. All of those stores around the area, and they put them all together to solve the crime. They got their suspects right away. It just took a long time to catch them. It's Newberry Street, is it yeah. not? Well, yeah. Okay. Um, but to try to put that together and do this, I think it's changed a lot of stuff. And in, and in 10 years, how, how much better security cameras have gotten? Wow. Because that was a, that was like street level. Yeah, they, they had a great shot. But I would assume the, the security just to get into the race now is huge, just to you know even be a— a participant, never mind. But they must have cops along the whole route. 
Oh, yeah. They would have caught, what's her name? Who was the chick who, who cut through? <laughs> Rosie Ruiz. <laughs> remember her? She got on a I bus or something. I cannot remember know. what year that was in the 80s, <laughs> but she literally, Dean, did you ever hear the story of her? She had an accomplice. She got in a getaway car. They skipped half of the Boston Marathon route, and she came through, and she came running through the bushes, the bushes rejoined it in the lead, and won. Yeah. She, <laughs> she won. It was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. oh, they had a ceremony. She's got the medal and everything, and then oh, they finally right. caught her. They said, "Where um, nobody in second place saw her anywhere. <laughs> it was the, 1980. Was it 1980? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was one of the biggest sports scandals of all time. She just got, she just got a... Ran through the bushes. Just ran through. Hey, drive me, drop me off here. I got something to do real quick. <laughs> that's insane. Did they ever make a movie out of that? I. They might have. <laughs> that's unreal. Oh yeah, that's... she. She. It was crazy. Oh gosh, what's I can't even, imagine. What's even crazier is, huh, she passed away here in Lake Worth. Always a Florida. Connection. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, I'm looking her up. It says she died here. What? Did she really die or did she fake it? Well, uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's a history know. there. I don't know. And then there was what the, I don't know, it had to be, you would know better than me, 1970s? They didn't want the women to run? And they those guys were like trying to keep, there was like oh, a Oh God, fight. that's right. They were running and there was a fight on the marathon course. They were pushing they were, women off the course. They were pushing women off the course. Wow. Had to be early 70s, right? I'm trying to, I, re- I remember that though, you're right. Yeah, that was just like archaic It though. was crazy. But it was uh, 10 years ago. It's a 10-year anniversary of losing those people. Three people died, and uh, hundreds got injured, though. They had marathon bells over the weekend. So just kind of like honor the victims. But that, but it's a good American event, though. It really is. It's it's a great it's, – it really is. It's like, you know, a postcard for Americana. Yep. It's, it's, it's a, it is a great event. But so these people run faster than I drive, and I, I never quite understood how you train to run that fast. Uh, to me, it's insane. It's, I, I don't know. It can't I don't even get be it. that healthy, can it? I don't. I, I, I would assume their hearts are probably three times the size of most people. Right. It's craziness. I think it's, it's, it's you're born with a certain gene that <laughs> makes you able to run that fast that far. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah, remember, remember that marathon runner, Jim Kick? I mean, Jim, uh, yeah. is that his name? Jim, no, Jim Kick was the, he was the player for Ohio State, wasn't he? Yeah, actually, a Dolphins player, actually, I think. Now, Jim, who was the runner, and he died of a heart attack? Yeah, I remember. It was yeah. an, well, it's a prime example that if you got heart disease, right? You know, no matter how healthy you are, how well you eat, if you got bad genes, I'm sorry, it, it gets you sooner or later. It's, and I'm leaving proof of that, by the way. No matter how healthy you are, you know, right? Although I may not have had the healthiest of life, but I mean, right. you know, in five years I went downhill dramatically, just yeah. like my mother. Anyway, exactly. Uh, speaking of controversy. Is Budweiser ever going to get out of this hole? I now I think now after this past weekend, no. What? Who was the country star? What did he do? Brantley Gilbert. Then this might have been a setup. I don't know. But regardless, the message is the same. Somebody apparently threw a Bud Light can up on stage him right. this weekend. He took it and he goes blank that and throws it down. And wherever he was playing, eighteen thousand people went bananas. Went crazy. This well, thing is. I think way more impactful than Anheuser Busch expected. Well, they they talked to the CEO of Budweiser, mm. and he never really apologized for the Dylan Mulvaney no. situation or how he upset no. half of his Bud Light audience or all of his Bud Light audience. And then they released on social media a new Budweiser commercial featuring the iconic Clydesdale, and it got trashed. 
everybody who watched it, I watched this one guy going, oh yeah, here's the horse who's standing in front of New York City. I went to Grand Canyon. Nice move, Budweiser. You should jump into the canyon. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's People it's, are not taking this lightly anymore. They're not. They're really not. Because now you've got like a cultural thing. Like yes. we said last week, when you have like organic things pop up, like just naturally, in conversation, people have come up with, I've heard like five very uh, offensive Bud Light jokes about really? this so far. When you've lost like culturally like that, when you become a laughingstock and you're a punchline, this is a real thing. Wow. This is real. And if the Clydesdales can't save you, you're in big trouble. Right. <laughs> uh, let's be honest. They brought out like their heavy hitters. All right, it's time to release the Clydesdales. America loves them. Well, Not enough. This beautiful horse running through, you know, all these iconic scenes across the United States. Allegedly, obviously, it's all dubbed in, but... Uh, the people aren't buying it. They're like, sorry, bud, you screwed us up and you screwed us over and we're not forgiving you. And they wow. did one of those, you always call them those non-apology apologies. That, well, that, that's what it was. It was like corporate speak. And people hate that. You know, all he had to do was say, you know what? We made a mistake. Right. We apologize. But he was like, oh, you know, it's it's the beer of Americans and we value everybody. And I was like, okay, you're not, you're not apologizing. It's like you, you screwed up. I, it should be interesting, though, to see. Are they still taking a big hit financially? They must, right? I don't know. Well, I see what the market share numbers are like today, but it hasn't it hasn't improved. What was it? Seven billion on Friday? Yeah, they were up to like seven or eight billion, seven and a half, I think. Jeez, how about that? That's that's not good. Not I, good I at all. Thought for sure this would blow over. Like two days after it happened, not even close. It's isn't only am- growing. Isn't that amazing? You it got, really you is. Got country stars slamming them on stage. That, that, yeah. has, that has an impact. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, that and what Kid Rock did. Well, yeah. He started it, remember? He bought all those cases and shot them to pieces. Wow. That's what I think of you, Budweiser. That's a lot of pushback. <laughs> wow. All right, well, we've got Rapid Fire. Oh. First time this week. First one coming up in just a couple of minutes, right past the bottom of the hour. I'll go around the room with some stories you need to know. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What is going on in the world? We'll tell you. Jen's got the first one. What's up? This is this is going under the radar, but I think it's going to be a huge story by the end of today. Uh, something good that came out of the pandemic was the vaccine technology. Uh, they're called mRNA shots. It's the, all the vaccines we got that, you know, Moderna made and Pfizer and everybody. Yeah. Well, now Moderna and Merck have teamed up. That actual process, the mRNA shots, was developed, was in the development stages for cancer treatments. And then COVID hit. And they took that technology to make the COVID vaccine. At least Moderna did. Well, now they've used the same technology to attack melanoma. Patients who have received these vaccines, 44% more likely to be alive and avoid new tumors than those who received only like chemo and radiation. Mm. They said if it holds true, they're going to do a larger, longer study uh, later this week, later this year. And they say after that, it could may very well end up being a viable alternative. Well, I hope so. The mRNA is the uh, delivery system, right? Because the right. protein spikes came from this particular vaccine right. with COVID. Well, hopefully there's a good use for it. But so we shall see. But they said it. It's I just am I crazy not trusting early numbers though? It's like it's, I, I, I don't I don't believe them anymore. I just don't. Well, I hope long term over the course of many years it's proven to be true. But I ugh. well I, I I don't believe in anything with the the COVID vaccine. I think we're all going to glow in the dark in about ten years. But that's besides the point. I know. Well, 
Uh, some sports news. We talked about this. The 127th Boston Marathon is today. They're all lining up. It's like weather Ooh. in the 40s. It looks terrible. But here's another good sports story. How about the Miami Heat? Yeah, they had dinner. out the Bucks uh, in game one. That was a shocker last night. That this was, this was, was, was my my. They have no heart. I've given up on them, so I don't care anymore. I think they heard me. I Conversation think I inspired was them. Friday. Right? That was Friday, yeah. When they were going up against the Chicago Bulls to even make it into the playoffs, and they did. And then they come out win Game One on the road against the number one seed. Good for them. Did a little bit of a yet. shocker. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. I'll, I'll stick with sports, Bill. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> with your Boston Bruins and Uh-oh. our Florida Panthers tonight, Game One. Is this that is, tonight? It is. So this is. It's so much fun this time of year if, if you're a sports fan because there's no football, obviously, aside from the draft and yeah. you know free agency talk coming what up. What do you and, mean? The USFL's on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. USFL started over the weekend. Jen's Birmingham Stallions defending their title with a win. That's right. They're looking good early on. <laughs> no, I'll Exit. have to wear my... I was going to wear my shirt. I did bring my shirt out, by the way. It'll make good. an appearance sometime good. this week. The XFL is getting towards their playoffs, but... Right. What we're looking at now is NBA and NHL playoffs at the same time. And it's so much fun when you have both your teams in there because it's like alternating nights. One night, you know, it's the Heat or the Celtics. And the other night, it's the Bruins or the Panthers. And it's just back and forth, back and forth. I think your teams might last a little bit longer than ours, but we'll, we'll you see. never know. But tonight's game I, one, Boston against uh, the Panthers. You never I know. never heard you talk about the Panthers. Really? Never. Oh. So are you a fan or just yeah. like you casually I'm, I'm watch? I'm a casual fan. I like when they're, you know, if they're winning, I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm not, I'm oh, not if they're hard. losing, you don't like them or you're a Fairweather fan. I'm a, <laughs> Fairweather might be a little bit of a tough term. I'm casual. 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 Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like the Panthers. I've always liked the Panthers. I yeah. get excited when they're doing good, but I'm not dying with every game. I guess I, like with the Dolphins, right? I'm yes. dying with yeah. every single game. I have it's a rat like sitting on a bookshelf in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, the, the good old the days. First, first Scott games. Mellenby. Yes. That was it. Okay, this was right up my alley, and I thought, you know what? Since it hit close to home, I'd discuss it. Uh, there's a parody site. It's called rentahitman.com. Okay. okay. It's been in sight. Uh, it's been around since about 2005. It was a joke. Unfortunately, people took it seriously. And the guys that put the website together decided, okay, there are really people here looking to hire somebody to kill somebody off. Maybe we should turn these people over to the cops. So that's what they did. Well, they've been pretty quiet because people actually caught on. It's a parody site. Well, not this one guy. What is it with the Air National Guard? This is the second one. We had the guys, you know, stealing all the, the, the you know, espionage stuff, all the, the, what do you call it, secret forms. They were mm-hmm. putting them up online mm-hmm. in this gaming chat room. This guy, he was looking for a job. So he sent his resume in. He says, "When? what can I say? I enjoy doing what I do. I used to shoot people in the military. Oh. So if I could find a job that's similar to what I did in the military, that would be a plus. Put me in coach. This is what he writes in his little email. He's applying to be a hitman? He's applying to be a hitman. The police finally get involved. They lead this guy on for two months. He says he'd be willing to kill for as little as 2500 bucks. They said, you know what? Chief. Your first job, yeah. five grand. And he said, no problem. Do you need me to collect fingers or ears as collateral? Because I'll <laughs> gladly do that as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he finally agreed to do the hit it's earlier this month. They, he met up with the cops, who he thought was the guys that were paying him. They gave him his $5,000, and then they arrested him. That was it. Yeah, as soon as you take the money, that's that's all they it, need. It's like a spider web for idiots. Yeah. I'm like, much. oh, my God. Wow. That's really <laughs> stupid.
Thank God this thing exists, though. <laughs> yeah. They're turning but, over. They've caught like a lot of people contacting this site. Yeah, yeah, but this guy was willing. He was like, I'll take pictures of the dead people. I'll send you proof. <laughs> he thought it was he like was indeed for murderers. <laughs> he was like, I'm all in. Wow. I'm thinking, what are they teaching you in the Air National Guard? How about that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, this should be happening... Uh, about 20 minutes, I think. SpaceX getting ready for a major test flight out of Texas. Oh, 9 o'clock our time. No, was, 9 o'clock our yeah, time. They, excuse they me. They changed it. That's right, because it's they moved it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, the stupid time change. Yeah. I just saw that alert, too. You're right. But it is supposed to be the largest propulsion vehicle ever made by mankind. That's right. Well, what did Elon Musk say? He just wants it in the air if it's going to explode. He exactly. don't want it exploding on the ground. Right. Boca Chica, his little town there, might get like an... Does he make everybody leave? He uh, must, right? Yeah, yeah, the maybe just their surrounding on. homes. Uh, <laughs> he must, right? This is why he wants to buy the town. <laughs> he, it's fascinating, though, because he's only ever tested the booster. Yeah. They've never actually put the rocket part on top of the booster. Every explosion you've seen of this thing has just been the booster coming down and landing incorrectly. Well, that was the last time it it landed and it was on the ground for like uh, probably a good 15 seconds. And then it blew blew up. (laughs) Ba-boom. He said he was commenting a lot about this over the weekend. And somebody from NASA said even somebody else's space agency. I still get knots in my stomach because I want it to work. And Elon goes, you have no idea. Because the, the the pressure, the nerves, the excitement, the wow! And it's not just—I don't think it's just about this. It cost him billions if it blows up. I think it's it's just such a major advancement in space. This is That's the so thing. Cool. This is how they will know they can eventually get to Mars. And his thing with this, by the way, I never saw this. He came out with this statement four years ago, saying his ultimate goal—he wants ten of these to go off a day. Wow! A day, and have a megaton of supplies delivered to Mars wow. to have a sustainable society. Wow. That's his ultimate goal. How old does he think he's going to live till? I don't know. He's probably got some type of immortality serum. Either that or he burns out. Yeah, it's it's going to go either way. It's true. It's incredible. It's the biggest rocket, like you said, ever ever made. 400 feet. Huge. (gasps) See how it goes in about an hour or so. Wow. Holy cow. Jen, do you have an uh, email that I'm not aware of? Uh, No, but uh, (laughs) one of my neighbors doesn't, and they they get out all the time. Okay, well, this might explain (laughs) it. They're nasty, too, aren't they? Yeah, they can be. They'll pluck your eyes right out. This is in Tennessee, so I don't know if they can run that far away from your neighbor's house. (laughs) An escaped emu. Uh-oh. Let Tennessee police on a chase through the town. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to put this fast. on the blog. I'm telling you. I have nothing for the blog today, so I might put this on there. <laughs> because this this picture, this still photo of the video, is just police cars with the sirens going and an emu in front of them running down the road. <laughs> it's hysterical. Led them on the chase. The family has two emus, actually. Their names are Mimu and Mimi. Oh, uh, that's just obnoxious. <laughs> It kind of is. By the way, an emu. Moo-moo-e-moo. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that stupid commercial. Emus what? can run 30 miles an hour. Oh, the, the Liberty one? Yeah. 30 oh, miles that, an hour? That stupid commercial, yeah. Well, they can also jump because they jumped over a seven-foot fence on the property to get out. We were in uh, San Francisco Bay once. This was about 10 years ago. The East Bay. And we were driving along this road. And it was along a, a beautiful, like, wrought iron fence. Yeah. I'm in the passenger seat of, like, a lift. And looking. And this emu comes along. It was keeping pace with the car on the other side of the fence for, the, for like, a half a mile. And I'm like, is anybody else seeing this thing? <laughs> they, they, thought, they thought the saga was over. The police chased him down the street. And they said just when they thought it was going to end, it was Mimu who got away, by the way. Mimu managed to jump over the fence again on Thursday morning. This was a few days ago. 
despite them raising the height of the fence. But they were also able to capture him about an hour later. So they capture him the first time, they bring him home, and then he jumps over a higher fence. I think they got to start thinking about getting rid of this uh, this Uh, emu. This weekend, they're having emu burgers. I think an emu is one of those animals, like every part of it you can use. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's why it became a big uh, animal crop, right? Yeah. I didn't know. That. Uh, yeah, but they can. The the people in my neighborhood, they have like big fences that go way up, and I think they're electrified on the top. Oh wow! They, <laughs> because they jump. They sound like pterodactyls I or something. They like raptors. <laughs> raptors. <laughs> Goodness gracious! <laughs> Velociraptors. Get these things out of here! Oh my God. <laughs> All right, you got more uh, news coming up uh, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Ron DeSantis is promising some sort of like next move against Disney today. There's a big tease coming out of the governor's office. You know, and everyone keeps on saying, if it raises the prices, we don't like you anymore, Ron. Mm. Just saying. And, uh, I'm one of those. I know. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of money, how much more money did Super Mario Brothers make this weekend? A lot coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, Jennifer. Yeah, it's a little nasty up. This will clear up eventually. Give it a day, and we'll be fine. The South Florida Morning Show, this Jen, this Dean are on Bill, but you should be celebrating. You live in South Florida. Yay! Or you may be listening on the app, and you're stuck in Chicago. Oh, jeez. And we're sorry. <laughs> oh, it sounds... Oh. That's not, that's not good. Oh, yeah! My kind of town, Chicago. What a nightmare. What a nightmare. Well, if you talk to the new governor, uh, mayor-elect, excuse me, Brandon Johnson, he says, I'm not for what these kids did, but it's not constructive to vilify a group of rowdy teenagers just because they torched cars on social media. Don't demonize them. Yes. Because why? It's not constructive to demonize the youth who have otherwise, Bill, this is a quote, been starved of opportunities in their own communities. Yeah, well, okay. So that's why they're doing it. So were a lot of people that didn't uh, torch cars, get into fights, and then uh, 16 and 17 were shot. Yeah. But they'll be okay. But don't demonize the activity. That That's okay. Well, according right. according Good to luck, the Chicago, new yeah, <laughs> mayor-elect there, he wants to spend more money on youth programs to stop this. Yeah. So you they're, know They're going to sign right up for that uh, yep. youth program at the Y. We have to work together to give kids safer spaces <laughs> so they can go torch cars and shoot other people and not get well, in trouble. Here's an idea. Why don't you give the citizens a safe space? That's a great idea. Would be idea. a great idea. Why don't you do that? Well, Millennium Park in Chicago, it was so successful on Friday night, and the kids that are 
don't vilify them, who are misguided, apparently, were so misguided, they figured out, hey, we can go back Saturday, do it again, because nothing's going to happen to us. No, exactly right. Organi- it had a name. It, it, had a, it was so organized and through social media, it even had a name, the teen takeover. How do you like that? Of the loop. I, I mean, if you don't think that they know they're not going to face any repercussions, that they know there's a new administration, there's a new sheriff in town that doesn't do his job, of course they know. How All the like criminals. And if they know, can you imagine the real hardened criminals, the older ones? Wow. Of course they know. You are doomed, Chicago. Doomed, like I, some other cities. And I feel... I feel no sorrow for them, no empathy for them anymore. You got a chance, unless, of course, you know, somebody that's really stuck in a ghetto somewhere and literally right. does not have the means to get out. But everybody else has the means to get out of those places, and you should. Well, what happens when something like the Cash App guy happened in San Francisco? Right. And all the, you know, all the international media is paying attention to the crime. In that case, it was San Francisco. But the San Francisco mayor said, oh, it was a targeted hit. So it wasn't because of the crime in our neighborhood. Did a victory lap. See, it wasn't us. It was still a murder. Yeah, it's still a murder. But still, I mean, what happens? Okay, I liken it to remember when the poor German tourist got lost in Overtown in Miami, how horrible that was. Right. And what Miami did and what South Florida did, what the whole state did to, you know, rectify the problem, help the issue and help people who couldn't read English get around Miami. Uh, That's uh, would Chicago ever do that? Is it when a tourist gets killed, when a politician gets attacked? What changes it? No, if they're explaining this away, they'll explain that away, too. It'll be the fault of the tourist. You understand what they're doing here. Get out of these hellscape cities please if you have the means to leave there's no excuse to stay anymore that's on you you voted this in your problem not mine i'm not gonna worry about them anymore that's crazy no more why would you vote somebody like that in and i bet you the guy that lost that valis guy he's sitting back going told you oh i'm sure as he should by the way told you this wouldn't have happened if i were elected wow interesting closer to home i don't know what's coming but Governor Ron DeSantis, is, his office is leaking out something. They're, they're hinting things that they, they got another shot coming across the bow to Disney today. Well, they're basically saying that uh, he's going to step up his battle with Disney, that he has, I don't know, something up his sleeve. See, what happened was Disney, he tried to get rid of Disney and the Reedy Creek you know, government and brought in his own oversight board. But what he found out was Disney signed a 30-year development deal with the Reedy Creek people before he dissolved them and before he put in his oversight board. Well, apparently he's going to propose a way for lawmakers to void that deal that Disney made with Reedy Creek. And according to people in his office, DeSantis is going to have the last laugh. So this is kind of like, you know, it's, now it's an ego trip because he uh, was embarrassed. Well, maybe not, though. I mean, listen, if, if, if Disney pulled the rug out from under a deal, it's more than ego. It's, it's, you got to hold him accountable. So true. We'll, well see what he says. And, we don't know until we get the details. And, and, and for everybody, it was like, oh, leave Disney alone. Remember, Disney doesn't pay taxes. I mean, like, right. not like more the other. I'm sure SeaWorld pays more. Uh, Universal pays more. I'm sure they're all for it. They should be governed just like, you know, Disney should be governed just like all the other amusement parks. I don't know. We'll see. When is DeSantis going to drop out of this race, by the way? I hope so. It's not his time. New poll just came out over the weekend out of Georgia, and Trump's got a 20-point lead over him in Georgia. That's that's a... uh, 
That's a, it was a big poll too. One of those Ipsos deals. Oh yeah. He's, I don't know. I don't know. He needs I. It, well, and then other people keep on saying, "Oh, I'm going to run." I'm like, okay. Who decided they weren't going to run this weekend? Mike Pence. Was he the one who decided he wasn't going to run? I think it was Pompeo. It was but Pompeo. Somebody, right. one so, of them. Yeah, Pompeo said he wasn't going to run. It's right. time to, you know, you got to unite behind somebody, and your, your leader in the clubhouse is Trump. Unite against him, and all the d- divide that's going Oh, and the, st- <laughs> the anti-DeSantis ads that are coming out. DeSantis came out with an anti-Trump ad and all this uh, all this divide and crap and all this garbage. Enough. God. I, I hate I hate political seasons. Oh, it's such really garbage, do. isn't it? It's just, they just dig up everything. Which was why, when we found out Andrew Gillum was going to federal court today <laughs> for all these charges, we're like, no one knew anything about this guy's past while he was running for the governor? You can't tell me this is all brand new learned behavior. Can't be. I mean, you know. You imagine? He, he must have had some shady thing going on when his, in his younger days. No, I'm sure if he was in the governor's office in Tallahassee, he would have been squeaky clean. Oh, yeah. Right. Can, can you imagine? Sure. COVID money all going to his office. Wow. We, we'd still be under lockdown. You're probably right. Anyway. Probably right. We have more headlines coming up next. we got uh, some previews. The Boston Marathon's happening today. Good American event. They're freezing to death. Oh. It's, it's very na- cold. Nasty looking <laughs> weather. Oh, poor people. No doubt about that. And uh, big day for Elon Musk. He's got a, locker, a rocket launch this morning, but he's got a big interview, I guess, warning the world about artificial intelligence on Tucker Carlson tonight. Makes me very nervous. Doesn't it? It's unnerving. I'll tell you what made me nervous was watching that 60 Minutes thing last night. That's even, that was with Google, right? Yeah. They're all on the same page here. All right, we got a lot coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. You don't fully understand how it works, and yet you've turned it loose on society? Let me put it this way. I don't think we fully understand how a human mind works either. Oh, well, that's comforting. Thanks, Google. Appreciate it. There's so much talk these days about artificial intelligence, but for good reason. Now, that was the 60-minute special last night. Mm -hmm. I had to watch some of those clips. It was unbelievable. Then Elon Musk is going on Tucker Carlson tonight, or they're going to air it tonight, for the same thing, to warn people about artificial intelligence. He, for like decades, has been calling for controls. Well, he actually said that it will be the end of civilization, would be AI. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's right. That's a happy thought. Thank you. It's Cyberdyne come to life. Right. Exactly what it is, and that's what the guy from Google was trying to say. What else did he say? Listen to this. So uh, this is actually from, like, Scott Pelley did the report, but this thing, is Google has a program called BARD, I guess. It learned a language it wasn't taught. Wonderful. Some AI systems are teaching themselves skills that they weren't expected to have. (laughs) How this happens is not well understood. For example, one Google AI program adapted on its own after it was prompted in the language of Bangladesh, which... (laughs) It was not trained to know. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. War of the machines. See, I'm telling you, it's, it's, this is Cyberdyne come to life. <laughs> or iRobot, whatever the movie you want to pick. But if, if for Elon, see, I put Elon Musk like he's in a category all by himself as far as intelligence goes. You know, he's the Einstein level kind of guy. So when he says it's going to be, it's not going to be a nuclear war that's going to be the end of civilization. It's going to be AI. I was like, oh, my God, this guy says that. It is scary. It's, 
I, if it starts, they start. What was the other one? Was it Google that had the two machines? Yeah, and that was years ago. They started talking to each other in that their was, own language. and That was like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. So they knew. I knew that. They knew they didn't completely understand it, yet they pushed these products out to the world. Here you go. I'm telling you, my Furby was one of these products. You put two of them together, they started talking their own language. I'm thinking that you're plotting to kill me. I know you are. They actually did do that, didn't they? They communicated. Yeah. In the middle of the night when no one was around. I was like, okay. Wow. I'd hear him. I'd go, that's it. I heard him talk two nights in a row. I said, you're gone. (laughs) I buried him. him. I buried him in the backyard. Wow. Get out of my house. (laughs) Maybe that's why Elon is building rockets that eventually will go to Mars because there's a big test flight uh, today coming from Boca Chica in Texas. What is it, 10 a.m. our time? Well, Yeah, actually it's... Uh, 9 a.m. our time? It's ni- I think it's 9.20 our time, okay. right? Okay, they, they keep yeah. moving it up. They keep, it was originally 7 and then it got moved. So he's shooting for 8.20. Uh, it, it may not even go up today, but this is the largest rocket there is. It's uh, It'll attempt to orbit the Earth and then splash down in the Pacific right off... Wow, it's going to land near the coast of Hawaii. How about that? It is the, it's called the world's most powerful launch vehicle ever developed. Yeah, and all Elon Musk has said, if it's going to blow up, please get off the launch pad. Uh, so he must, where Boca Chica is, you know, Starbase in Texas, that's the area where he's bought up all the land around it so he can build homes for the people who work for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in past cases, he has evacuated the town. So I would assume he has evacuated Boca Chica. Is There's nobody there. Maybe he said to rebuild sure, homes. I'm I sorry ju- that got fried. <laughs> it could very well be. The odds are they all work for him anyway. So right. leaving is the they're probably going to the you know the spaceport. But still, get out. If just imagine, we're going to send up a rocket. We we would like it to leave just to be on the safe yeah, side. Why don't you just go yeah. out of town? Yeah, go yeah. on a trip. We're not totally go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> like, we're, go we're, away. We're pretty sure. <laughs> we're just not totally sure. Everything so what happens? Uh, okay, so it blows up up in the sky. Don't pieces like go everywhere? Then I would think so. It's, I don't know. Let's just hope it goes up. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be okay. The last one, remember, the last one made it, but the one before that, it went up and then it landed, and everyone was like, "Oh!" And then it was on the launch pad for like ten minutes, ten seconds, and then, ba boom. Yeah, that was not a good one. That happened. Was yeah. this the one that Elon used to call BFR? I think so. Is this that one? Yes. Okay. He had to change the name. People yeah, were offended. <laughs> I, I like BFR myself, but no. uh, now they just call it uh, Starship. All right. Mm-hmm. Starship. Just, isn't that the name of like the Guardian of the Galaxy's ship? Starship. Isn't there a Starship in any of these shows? I don't know. You watch all these. these... I can't remember those details. Speaking of movies, though, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Wow. Doing really more, well. More and more money every single uh, every single week, <laughs> including my money. Is that song in that movie? That's a little. Uh, yeah, some of the sounds. Yeah. Okay. It was uh, good. I got to tell you. Really? Just a good escapism. Yeah, and the I world th- needs that. I think we all need that. Right Especially about when we're now. talking about artificial intelligence killing us off. Yeah, you know, for an hour and a half, <laughs> be entertained. Eighty-seven million this weekend. They said there was some statistic. It was like the best second weekend. Oh. For any, any any animated film there was, I think it even beat like you know Frozen or Frozen may have beaten it, but that was the only one. It's already made globally six hundred seventy eight million dollars. Uh, it's, it's yeah, it's it's kicking butt, and it'll last for a while. The Pope's Exorcist that I went to see came in second. You didn't go to see that. Nine million dollars. <laughs> Despite us encouraging you, you did not see the Pope's, Pope's I Exorcist. I tried to get through the stupid trailer. It was like, oh my God, they had spinning body parts cracking. Yeah. No, jeez. Yeah. It was horrible. Why would you want to go see that? 
Why? why? I, oh, dear God. Uh, John Wick. You're right. Wait till it's streaming. <laughs> John Wick came in third at $8 million. But look at $9 million is the closest movie to Super Mario's at 87 It's a hit. It's it's a big hit. So. How could you not win with this kind of masterpiece? Does he sing that in the movie? Yes. Oh, he does? Okay. Big, big piano part. Okay. Jack Black. Wow, he's everywhere all of a sudden. He sure is. Good friend. Resurgence of Black uh, Jack Black. By the way, guys, yes, that song because that that song was like everywhere on the first opening weekend. It was all over social media. You hear people singing it out outside of the movie. Theater. Yes, it's, it's one of those that like, gets stuck in your head. It's it's eligible. I kid you not. Eligible to be nominated for both a Grammy and Best Original Score at the Oscars. Oh, I would love that. Can, Can you imagine me? if that wins? <laughs> the Academy has to acknowledge that. Wait a minute, does John Williams have any entries? <laughs> yeah. If John Williams isn't involved, then maybe. They should, as a joke, bring John Williams out to conduct an orchestra to play Peaches <laughs> with Jack Black. And now, John Williams and Jack Black. Peaches, 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 Peaches. It'd be, be a fantastic. lot more strings to get yeah. to bring John Williams yes. in, bring the strings in. How good would that the horns, be? come on. <laughs> <laughs> if they That'd had a hysterical. sense of humor, it's exactly what they were doing. They have that. no sense of humor. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, look what happened in entertainment news, speaking of which. Netflix tried. Boy, oh. did, they, did your kids watch this? Uh, I Mine think they know to. the show, but uh, they broke the internet is the expression. Boy, did they ever. I mean, like, really badly broke it. Is this Love is Blind show that popular? I have I, no idea. I, my kids watch it. It's uh, Who wants to marry somebody you never met? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's, you know, it, they put two complete strangers together. You got 30 days. So get many, married. So many people tried to see this, it actually melted down. It broke Netflix. And wow. people are mad, I guess. I would, I'd be mad, too, if I liked the show. All right. We've got that. Some more headlines, too. It's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you so much, Jennifer Correa. Yeah, we'll get through this rain. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, then we're going to dry out for like the next two days. Get a little cooler, less humid. That's going to be nice. It'll all be worth it. It shall. The East South Florida Morning Show. There's uh, Jen. There's Diener. I'm Bill. We got an update on uh, Elon Musk's Starship launch. They're gassing that baby up. Yeah, with methane and oxygen. And I think a little bit of unleaded. Could be. Uh, the current launch target is now 920 hour time. So just about an hour from now. Yeah. Uh, all I remember is Elon's comment, if it's not going to go well, please go well in the air. Go not well in the air. Don't do it on the ground. Maybe because he doesn't want to blow up his launch pad. Either that or the town. I, uh, I have no idea. He didn't care about the town. Wow. He'll build them new houses. No problem. If all goes well, it, it will take off. It's called Starship. It'll take off. This thing's huge, by the way. It is the, it's the B, what was it? B? The BFR. BFR. That's what it was called. It's now called Starship. It's 400 feet tall. Uh, it will go and orbit the Earth and then land, splash land near Hawaii in the Pacific. So that's if it all goes well. I hope it does. I bet you he has ships waiting for it. Unlike us when we shoot down Chinese spy balloons. <laughs> well, that was a government operation. Oh, okay. You know, so, well, you know. Uh, closer, to, closer to home, don't know exactly what Governor Ron DeSantis is talking about with this, but there's some sort of a next strike against Disney. He had said about a month ago he was going to have the, the last, what happened? Was that me or you? We The noise. Well, that's Disney Plus with, like we played last time. <laughs> Thank you. The headphones are up this time. It's <laughs> like, what was that noise? I thought I was hearing things. Okay. Uh, I don't know what what he's got planned here, but he's got some sort of a, a next move against Disney. He had said about a month ago that uh, he'll have the last laugh. 
have the last laugh. Apparently, he has some kind of, I don't know, law that uh, he's going to discredit and dismiss the alleged agreement that Disney signed with the Reedy Creek District the day before he put in his oversight committee or voted to put it in. So we shall see. I'm sure there's some probably ancient law in the books of Florida that prohibits that from happening, and that's exactly what he's going to do. So this is a battle that's going to keep going on and on. He's going to he's going to end up getting money out of Disney. They're going to pay taxes like everybody else. Uh, you know what? It may be a tax thing. It may be some executive order. Can he do that from the governor's office, from his desk, to say, okay, here's uh, <laughs> right before tax day, he gets a they, Disney gets a bill for back taxes. Can you imagine? Here's the last 51 years. Yeah, okay, this is a 10 billion dollar bill. Oh I'm sure it'd probably be more than that, but I, it should be interesting to see. It's it's he says he's he's got the upper hand. So he's one of these guys. I mean, he's a bright man. You know, he's got uh, Ivy League behind him. He's an attorney. He knows what he's doing. And I'm sure he's surrounded himself with people of like intelligence. So he's not just, you know, pushing a bucket up a hill. I'm sure he's going to win. And Disney will pay taxes like everybody else. He's not going to give up. That we know about this guy. Yeah, he doesn't give up at all. So, But does that mean he won't give up in this presidential race? Because he just lost another big poll. He's down like 20 20 percentage points to Trump in Georgia. Well, you know what? You know, I I have always said I didn't think he was going to run to begin with. Right. And I, I'm hoping he, he doesn't run. I think this is more of an exploratory thing for 2028. Mm-hmm. Could I be. really do. He wanted to see what it was like, how miserable it could get, what life would be. I and I I based when I said he wouldn't run, I based it on one condition: he has little kids, mm. and it would require moving a family to Washington D.C. Their children growing up in the White House. Granted, it's been done a million times. But, you know, his wife just, you know, got out of is in remission with breast cancer. Do you want to, up, up, you know, it's just a lot of upheaval for one family. Sure is. You know, when you got little kids, that's tough. And so you're scrutinized. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he waits till the youngest one's, you know, four years old. Right. We're then, talk- then they'll be okay. We'll see. We were talking about taxes before. Yes. This is, of course, well, this is technically tax day, right? Because they're due tomorrow. Tomorrow. So this is tax day, if you haven't already. 10% of Americans, that's a lot of people, say cheating on a tax return is totally fine and never immoral. <laughs> oh, you know what? Everybody cheats on their taxes. It's just how far can you push it without the IRS knocking on your door. It's just usually how aggressive you are and what you're writing off, right? Yeah, it's, and it's, that, or, or, or how, how daring your, your tax preparer is. My father, no. No, can't do that. Can't do that, Jen. Why not? Can't do it. He's very conservative. I was like, oh, Dad, you're killing me. But then, you know, I, I then I, I got now my nephew, and, and he's just the opposite. I know. Well, he, goes, he, he goes, you haven't written this off. Why not? You should have written this off for 30 years. I'm like, See, oh, okay. I'm scared to get too aggressive, but I have a couple of friends who own businesses, small businesses. They write off everything. See, here's, Well, you know, I had to breathe air. <laughs> here's the gutcha, though. You know, they accept it, and, and, you know, oh, good, they accepted it. You get your refund. They they have the IRS has three years to go back and say you know what we made a mistake you, you're not getting that money you owe us X amount of dollars and the next thing you know you owe them you know ten grand it's right. like holy cow what happened you gotta be careful right? so yeah so that's why I worry about getting too aggressive and 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 dilly dally with write offs me too I I'm yeah, I'm I'm too straight laced for that women are more likely to think fudging numbers is immoral yeah demographic um, that is most likely to cheat in their taxes is 
conservative men between 30 and 44. That would be make, you. Make more than 100 grand a year. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, be, I'm beyond that graphic, trust me. Diener, it's you. Well, he'd have to make well, more than 100 grand. 100 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a few years for that one. Wrong, wrong station. Yeah, exactly. Well, you got the age right, so. <laughs> all I know is when we leave here, I watch the other people at the other morning show. They all they all drive really nice cars. It's like, you got a Beamer? It's like, wow. It happens. You got an Escalade. Nice. Uh-huh. Oh, you can rent anything. <laughs> I, I guess right. so. We've got uh, Rapid Fire coming up again. We'll go around the room with some headlines, which you need to know. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's about that time. Pretty busy Monday so far. Jen's got our first story of the day. What's up? Well, if you live on TikTok and you maybe TikTok supports you financially, don't go to Montana. Montana has become the first state to approve a full ban on TikTok. Interesting. State really? lawmakers vo- vo- uh, voted to approve it on Friday. It's on the way to the governor, Greg Gianforte. He is going to sign it. Now, it makes it illegal to download the TikTok app in the state, mm-hmm. punishable by a fine up to... $10,000 a day. Whoa. Now, it's it. what it wow. is, it's for the App Store. It's like Apple or Google. They can't make it available to download. If you get caught with it mm-hmm. as on your phone and you're playing with it, and uh, I know how the police are going to basically enforce it. Yeah, how would you? Y- you don't get in trouble. It's the, it's the provider that gets in trouble. So Apple, Google, all the biggies that provide the app, k- killing it off. I wonder if that's how they did it because India banned it. Like, not just on government phones. Like, it's banned, like, a large scale of, like, why, what Wyoming's doing. Yeah. But uh, I wonder if that's how they did it. They did it through the providers. I thought they just, like, blacked it out through their internet service. I, I guess it's similar to what they did at all the college campuses. Yeah. If you use the college Wi-Fi, you can't get huh. on TikTok. So that's what they did. So they're not going to, like, make people delete it, right? I mean, they're not going to come to your home and be like, hey, you have to delete TikTok off your phone. Show me no. your TikTok. <laughs> but the thing is, will you be able to get it? If you get it through Google or your Play Store? Not anymore. No, right. you can't get it anymore. So basically, you grandfathered in if you have it. I don't think so. Really? I, I think they're, well, the connection's going to die. You huh? know, they're going to kill it off. Wow. All right. I, I think once you have it, it may be on your phone, but I don't think you're going to be able to watch any videos after that? today. But how are the people in Wyoming going to see the striking teachers' dances? Come on. I don't know, Bill. They, what are they going to do? Uh, <laughs> I can get all my conspiracy videos from. <laughs> That's right. Jeez. Uh, we'll start with a little bit of sports. 127th running of the Boston Marathon takes Woo. place this morning. They're lining up now in the cold, raw, 40-degree air. Yeah, yesterday it was like Man. 85 degrees right. in Boston. Today it's 45. You don't even know and what rainy. to train for. It's like I can you imagine though? You know, you come here from like Germany, yeah. <laughs> or it's usually somebody. What, what's the country that always wins? Oh, Ethiopia. Ethiopia. So right. you know, you're yeah. here from Ethiopia. I, right. I don't know if you just come over for the race or you stay for an extended period of time, but I'm sure the weather's quite different in Ethiopia. Yeah, oh, then yeah. you get here and it's like, <gasps> yeah, thirty thousand runners. Oh, jeez. From a hundred countries are on the course. Wow. They've been lining up for hours already. I'd freeze to death lining up. I, I, that's just not me. Not no. to watch. Not, yeah. Listen, if I had a loved one who was running, yeah, yeah I'd, go I'd watch. be there for sure. But I mean, eh. <laughs> I have friends who run these things, and it's like, and that's all they do is run constantly. Yeah, it's like, don't you ever like, don't your knees hurt? I can't do it. That's not my, <laughs> my knees hurt watching. That's not my thing. It is that, by the way, the tenth anniversary of the uh, Boston Marathon bombing. 
So they did a big thing Unreal. over the weekend to honor the victims and also the heroes for that, too. Gosh, I remember watching that whole thing live. Like, I'm sure everybody does. Ten years, though. That's crazy That's crazy. crazy. Wow. Very hard to believe. I know. This is nuts, too, actually, in a very different way. But I feel for our friends down in Broward and even down into Miami-Dade. Because not only did they have to deal with a once-in-a-thousand-year storm, oh. they called it with the flooding. Right. The flash flood that just swallowed everything down there. Now they have to deal with a gas shortage. Did you see this? Oh, no. Now, what's the gas shortage, Trump? It just, again, it was kind of like the flash flood. This is like a, a flash gas shortage. It's happened because no one saw it coming. It was just all of a sudden people couldn't get gas over the weekend in Broward and Dade. Because in Port Everglades, where they had the station there, they couldn't get the gas out and make deliveries because <laughs> of the massive flooding. Oh, my goodness. That they experienced. And some of the water even got into the gas lines. Oh, and no. You know, corrupted the, the gasoline. Oh. Doesn't this make you think and realize how fragile we are? Yeah. The whole system. Just like that. I mean, from one, I know, look, granted, was it was bad. an unbelievable flash flood, but wow. look at that, it cripples the gas system. People can't get gas. I've seen people writing on social media like, why can't they get gas right now? Is something wow. going on? <laughs> well, it's kind of like the hurricanes. Remember all those hurricanes and mm -hmm. all the gas stations had gas they couldn't pump because they didn't have electricity. Right. right. That was right. before there was the law to make sure that they all had and this generators. Is because they can't get it over there. That's scary. So if you're wondering why you can't get gas this morning in Broward or Dade, if you're having trouble, that's why. You know, all the New Yorkers place. that just moved there, this place stinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go back to New York. <laughs> I'm kind of on the fence on this one. Because, you know, if you go through my phone, I have voice messages from my dad oh, yeah, and my yeah. mom mm -hmm. that I've kept. Mm -hmm. There's here after AI. What they do is while you're alive, they take pictures of you and they record your voice. Oh, and no, no. it allows people to talk to no. the dead after you're gone. No, nope. This is like a Tony Stark thing. They <laughs> <laughs> did this in Avengers. No, not doing this. No, you don't think so. I'm out. Why? freaks me out really yeah no okay there's the, the sentimental part i thought of me. it was pretty cool yeah i mean the sentimental part of me thinks okay that would be pretty cool you know but then i would also be freaked out at the same time i'm like i know you're not really here this is freaking me out yeah, you, know, but you, you know, know what, what i hate is that i know they can do it so well I, I, yeah I, oh, no. well so you know you go to you know my parents have they're buried together so you go to their gravesite, you push a button hey ma here they are can yeah. you stand it they how are you and an image projects like princess leia from star oh, wars talking God. no this is like Superman as well. I don't get super nerdy with uh, with uh, Jarrell. Clark Kent had this with his father. Yeah, the AI he was able to talk to Clark Kent and guide him through his life. That's right. This yeah. is CGI dead people. Yes. Is what this is. I don't know. It's nah. in any. Is it any different than going into a concert? You know, with like Buddy Holly that whole and you know Richie Valens. I that didn't they know do? Buddy Holly. <laughs> <laughs> This is too close. Okay, never mind. I, I, thought was, a, I think a, listen, I would do it. It's, it's amazing yeah. the technology's yeah. there. It's great, but I just personally, no. I... Okay, so I'm going to have a hologram of me made, and I'm going to have it sent to you guys. Yes! And it's going to come in like an email that you don't know. Jen's so gonna still going to do click. the morning show from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> you're, let me, listen, you're the one with a brand. You're going to last a lot longer than we yeah, are. That's true. Uh, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm. Getting out of your creepy AI story. I thought it was good. I got more sports. Oh, really? I think I'm stealing this from Diener. But uh, how about your Diener, Miami Heat? Yes. 131-17 opening round playoff win. I I'm shocked. I mean, look, I'm the first one to admit I stood here on Friday and I was downtrodden, yes. upset, trashing them, saying they play with no heart. They have no desire. They didn't care. Pretty they good start. You. Taking out the number one seed, the Bucks in Milwaukee. Incredible. I love I, I have this headline in front of me, though. 
listen to this. The Miami Heat survive a 130-117. What do you mean survive? That's almost that's close to a blowout. I saw that too. It was a thrashing. They were up the whole game. I don't know <laughs> who wrote that headline. It must be a Milwaukee guy. 131 to 117. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They that's by, real close. It was. That's not surviving. That's no. that's a beatdown. It's more like the other team tried yeah, to survive. They, yeah. Exactly. They pretty good. Unfortunately, two injuries in that game. I mean, again. I'm glad that he proved me wrong. Hopefully they can continue this momentum. So it was great to see that win. But two injuries. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the star player from the Bucks, hurt his back. He, we're not sure if he's going to come back or not. But the Heat lost Tyler Hero, one of their best uh, shooters. He broke his hand. How do you break your hand playing basketball? Well, he broke his middle finger and his ring finger on his, on his shooting hand. I think like diving for a ball or something. That's bad luck. Yeah. Oh. So see what happens in that series. But great win yesterday. I love it. I I would be happy with that one. Go back to being I don't like them. They have no heart because then they win. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You got to do that. You got to do that. You can't jinx them now. Come on. They got no heart. They suck. (laughs) I'll be mad. So this, I'm I'm actually not happy about this, but it's still going to be around in different iterations and cities. Phantom of the Opera. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. They're closing it down. 14,000 performances, 35 years on Broadway, the longest-running show on Broadway. They just had their final show over the weekend. Isn't that amazing? Well, I guess these tickets I have right here. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> 35 years it's been around. Yeah. Have you know. ever seen it? I did. I actually saw it on Broadway once. I'm really happy we did. It was, it was great. I've seen it at the Kravis Center as well, but... It's just a fantastic show. I love the movie. I love the music, oh, yeah. the stage show. Yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber was there. It was just really good. What? What? What's on nothing. your mind? No, no nothing. <laughs> I've never seen that one. <laughs> I, I actually forgot it was still running. Yeah, well, right. It's one of those things that's been around for so long. It didn't run as long as Cats, though, did it? No, yeah. I think it did. It, it beat, beat it. Cats. I did? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Beat the record. 35 yeah. years. So it's that? still going to be a traveling show. It's You'll still see it in different places. <laughs> but not on Broadway anymore. Wow. So they said really goodbye sad. last night. The question is, what's going in? Right. Who knows? Who knows what they're trying? Wow. It's you, you know, the last time I was there, wasn't that long ago, Hugh Jackman was doing The Music Man. Mm-hmm. Really? He goes to Broadway, and it's The Music Man he decides to do? Yeah, he did. Isn't that the 69 trombones, the old yeah, goofy yeah, thing? Man. Oh, my God. What yeah. happened? Yeah. Wolverine, what happened? <laughs> Apparently, he loved it. Oh, <laughs> God. So, I, yeah, throw away those tickets if you got them for this week. Because you're not going. Sorry. When I saw it, this is how old. Okay, boy, I'm aging myself. Michael Crawford played the fan. Oh, you saw the original? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Sarah Bright. Yeah. Wow. Fantastic. She could sing. Yeah. She, I thought the glasses were going to break in the the house. I was like, my God, this woman's voice. She can hit like, that note. Jeez. Paul Stanley of Kiss played that role. He did? For like did two he? months. Really? Yeah. No, oh, I really did. The Phantom? That's, yeah. that's a tough role. Wow. We knew that. All right, we got more headlines coming to next, but this. What's the first rule of Fight Club, Jen? You never talk about Fight Club. Well, except for this Texas Junior <laughs> High where they had a Fight Club organized by a substitute. Wow. And more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. 
However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Well, she's right about that forecast, but sounds like it's nice when this stuff clears up. The yeah. South Florida Morning Show. This is Jan, this is Diener. I'm Bill. I think a lot of people just want to dry out now. It was nice to get the rain, but okay, we've had enough. I know. My pond is full. Is it? Yes. Didn't it? Wow. That should tell you how much rain you got. <laughs> and I, I, th- I think, you know what, all the gutters go into the pond. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all uh, positioned that way. And I'm thinking, does that really raise? I, I honestly, truly think that raises it like it exemplifies it like by tenfold. Oh, yeah. It does in my lake. Yeah. We have two lakes in our development because the whole the whole development Drains pours out of that thing. So it's like, pop. You yeah, can see the, it going up. I think that's why why it it goes up so quickly. It's like holy cow! <laughs> all right, like like we said in traffic, though, just careful. There is some. Uh, at least this morning, there was a lot of standing water on the left lanes of ninety five. That's scary. Well, and the high speed lanes. Well, you know, <laughs> you take Can a risk. We fix this problem. Well, you know, you work on it. Jeez, it's craziness. Uh, something locally here, not locally, statewide though. Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to make some sort of announcement, probably a press conference. I don't know where, what county he'll be in. Probably, probably from the governor's mansion. Another hit against Disney. Yeah, his stuff is starting to leak out against the, about this. Well, what they keep on saying is that he's basically going to go after them because they broke the law. Hmm. And this is this is I, I'm just going to put it in my words. Right. When they put together that Reedy Creek new agreement, they broke the law before. Governor DeSantis had a time to put in his oversight committee. Remember, right. it happened like the day before, and they found out, sorry, you're a day late, dollar short, DeSantis. Ah, that ain't happening because now he says, and now he's mad. So now you get a ticked off, embarrassed governor. <laughs> you know, you try to embarrass me internationally. You're making me look bad. This guy doesn't like looking bad in the public. So he's going to come after Disney with a vengeance. And you may be right. They may get a tax bill for the past, I don't know, 50 years. Here you go. He's going to read each one of the years. Uh, And in 1976, you made this. uh, I don't know. Can you imagine? Yeah, you're right. He's mad. He still believes very much in in making them pay their fair share. And also, he's been taking all these shots from Trump and these these attacks. (laughs) So he's not happy. He's not happy. He's been been publicly humiliated over it. So he's going to come out with a vengeance. They say... At least according to people in his office, uh, he will have the last laugh, which I don't know if you want to put it that way, but, you know, Mm. he's going to win. All right. And, you know, Disney will pay their fair share. We'll see what that's all about. Can only hope it doesn't affect ticket prices. I don't know. When do the season tickets go on sale? Uh, It's soon, isn't it? Isn't it it next month? Or is it April? Is it April 20th or May 20th? Let's go to our Disney expert in-house, one Stephen Diener. (laughs) Yes, a Disney expert. When do they go on sale? I'm going to disappoint you guys because I... I think it's actually in a few days, but I'm disappointing because I'm not exactly sure. Oh, we're never disappointed, Dean. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate we're that. We're putting you in Fight Club, <laughs> Bill. I'll I'll, I'll make stand sure, guard at the door. Oh no, Diener and I are going at it over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do some googling while we talk. And up, Elon Musk's Starship in Boca Chica, Texas. That's a big launch happening a little bit later on this morning. It is the fully reusable transportation system. It's also called the world's most powerful launch vehicle ever developed I, on, know, on planet Earth. This is the one that eventually will go to Mars. It'll go to Mars. If it goes off this time, uh, and it may de- be delayed, they're looking at 920, so just about 25 minutes from right now. Um, 
he's the only thing that made me worried was he said Elon Musk said if it were to go awry and something goes wrong don't blow up on the ground please be up in the air when it happens Ooh. and I'm thinking that's not a good thing yeah but you, you don't want it above <laughs> things blowing up do yeah you? But that's what I thought stuff's gonna become streaming down over you know a 200 mile radius I I don't know oh maybe because it would it would destroy the launch pad maybe that's it he doesn't want to rebuild that I don't know it's, who knows it, but I was like, okay, it's like, all right, that just, works for me. I just want to come in with this real quick, guys. It's yes. completely off topic, but I just something I came across I found it amusing. You're talking about the Boston Marathon. Oh, how yeah. it's like in the, you know, in the 80s over the weekend. Now it's like 40 something degrees oh, as they're ridiculous. starting to run. Chicago is experiencing the same thing. It was about mid 80s Saturday this morning and Monday morning it is now in the high 20s, low 30s, and it's snowing oh, in my Chicago. Gosh. It's what? Well, it'll keep the tea. It'll keep those 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 sweet, precious, oh yeah, law-abiding teenagers off the street. If nothing else, it's April seventeenth. It's, it's snowing. That's right. Someone actually put that up. They put up a video. And said, "Why is it snowing? It's April. It's okay. mid-April." So here's the scene. Wow. You live in downtown Chicago. It's uh-huh. like, oh my god, this place is just crime-ridden. It's a hellscape. We have this horrible administration. Well, at least nice spring weather is good. Oh. <laughs> Snow! It's snowing. I can't live here anymore. Can you imagine? No. You're, you're no, I cannot. In shorts and flip-flops a couple days ago. Now you're wearing winter coats again. <clears throat> wow. Oh, no, oh, thank you. Well, we've got this, this story as well. We had one last week. I thought this was the same one. Jen said, no, this isn't Texas. We had a we had a fight club in a in a elementary school in Florida last week. This is a fight club at a Texas junior high. Yeah, here's the thing. Apparently it's been going on. But the girl that took the video, the video's shaky, and I was like, why is this shaking? And I guess they talked to the girl who, who took the video, and she said, I was so afraid I was going to get caught with my phone, and the teacher was going to, like, expel me or beat me up or do whatever. Who the heck knows? But it was a substitute teacher. This chick had, she had rules, and <laughs> she had somebody guard the door, so if somebody tried to come in while the fight was going on, they could, they would hold their body against the door to block it. Because as we know... The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Fight Club. <coughs> wow. So she took the teacher, the substitute teacher, took everybody's phone away before this all started. Of course. But this one girl happened to, I guess she lied and said, I don't have a phone. And she held it. It looks like she's holding it between her knees, like underneath the desk. If she hadn't, no one would know. Yeah. And, and you see the teacher and she gets up there and she goes, okay, these are the rules. <laughs> you can't do this. You can't do that. Okay. And it was two chicks fighting. I was like, and they're little kids. Wow. Holy cow. Here's one of the parents. I was devastated. I was like, I couldn't watch the full video. I had to yeah. stop it multiple times because I didn't think it was real. I said, this must be a prank. This, this is not real. Who in their right mind? Because I trust my child to go to school, but I also trust the staff to keep my kids safe. You send your child to go to school. Little do you know, they're in gen pop. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Fighting. Wow. Wow. It's, uh, so the substitute is no longer working, right? Well, she got fired and she got banned from any type of involvement with the school system well, throughout good. the state. Good. Hopefully it's like throughout the nation. <laughs> Watch her show up like in Florida somewhere. Right. Next thing you know, I'll have her. Well, I, they know her. I'm pretty sure she's been like banned from everywhere. Yikes. Wow, that's kind of scary. All right, well, we got the money. Yeah, I'll tell you what's scary is this whole AI thing that everybody's talking about, artificial intelligence. It's a big, big thing we're going to talk about coming up next hour. And is that affecting maybe Flight 850? Ah, Maybe Jay Ratliff is just having 
an AI program phoned it in next. Uh, oh, God, can you imagine? No, he's still alive. We'll talk to him about all the aviation stuff happening, especially when it's weather-related like we've had recently. Yeah, especially now that it's snowing in Chicago. Yeah, no kidding. Jeez. All right, we get that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right, she said it right there in the forecast. This is the key thing you should focus on. Drier weather and cooler weather coming after this blob is out of the way. So that'll get you through Yay. if you're tired of the wet weather. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it'll, it'll be over. So we're going to dry out tomorrow. Well, probably later this afternoon you'll see the sunshine. And then tomorrow and Wednesday is supposed to be nice. So. Just keep in mind everything is in perspective. Like Diener said about 15 minutes ago, there's some snow flurries in Chicago this morning. It's snowing in Chicago. Just thank God that's not you, right? <laughs> well, look at the bright side. The teens can't rampage. <laughs> it's too cold. I, I don't know. They finally found a crime deterrent. <laughs> Snow. All right, in the meantime, we're going to talk to this guy. Now boarding. It's Flight 850 with aviation expert Jay Radliff on News Talk 850. WFTL. Ladies and gentlemen, you are First of all, Jay, welcome back. Hope you're feeling a little better. I know you were under the weather. And uh, secondly, you know, we had some nasty South Florida weather uh, last week, so hopefully they've they've caught up on all the flights. How are you doing? Doing all right. Uh, of course, <laughs> the three of us talk about everything, so you can't ask me how I'm doing with specifics. But you know, <laughs> it's, I've never had kidney stones in my life, and uh, I've got two I'll be carrying around until I think May 24th when they blast them out. I've got a... One of my day trading students said, Jay, I'm a retired uh, uh, air, uh, colonel, and he says, I was shot in grenade in 83, blown up in Iraq in 09, and four kidney stones, and kidney stones were worse than wow. the two other things I had. Oh, so God love I, you. They yeah, say it's, it's worse it's, than labor pains. Well, obviously and thankfully, I can't relate to that comment, but it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, I've seen people go through it, Jen, and my wife included, and I, I always used to say, I've never had it, and I can't because I'm not as tough as those people. But, you know, they're not moving, so I'm in good shape. And uh, once the well, surgery is done, I can, uh, you know, get back to all the things I did before. Look at this. Look at it this way. The kidney stones will be cured, Jay. It's not like having a baby. You won't have to pay for college for these down the road. So. <laughs> pain on top of pain. I, re- I read you, brother. But I'm doing all right. Thank you. All right. Nice uh, to have you. Hey, listen, I, I don't know. I've been trying to, like, wordcraft a way around. Jen and I have been talking this story through that you had sent us about this plus-size passenger demanding free seats and better accommodations. You wrote it nicely. Our headline was going to be too fat to fly. <laughs> I mean, what? I, I, at some point, you can't rearrange seats for plus-size passengers. You can't, like, you know, make them a la carte, can you? Well, you can't. I mean, look, look. You, you're, if you're going to look at the airline industry as business, then it's the same sort of thing if I go to a theater, if I go to a restaurant, if I go to wherever. They have to accommodate uh, to the average customer size. And, you know, I, I certainly feel for anyone that has to fly with these shrinking seats on board an aircraft but, but, but when you're a plus-size passenger who says that airlines should provide me as a traveler with an extra free seat or even two or even three, depending on my size to accommodate, you know, my comfort, you know, that's that's pushing it. But that's what this – I need to get it right. It's a plus-size travel social media influencer. Oh, oh of that's course. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Uh, and, and if she is an influencer, then maybe she can get something done here. But she's going to the Federal Aviation Administration – saying, look, uh, we're being discriminated against. This isn't right. People look at us, you know, like they're shaming us and what have you. And 
uh, you know, we need to be more comfortable when we fly, and it's just painful. Now, airlines will quickly come back and say, you don't need to be uh, in a matter of pain. You can buy an extra seat or two to make sure that you've got plenty of room. And that's your option if that's what you choose to do, given your your condition. And so in their mind, they're completely relieved of any responsibility. But the bottom line is that those silver revenue tubes, they cram as many seats in there as they can, and there's going to be absolutely nothing they're going to do uh, to change that up unless they're forced. Now, obviously, they were forced when we're talking about the the families that are now able to sit together, absent of all the fees to, to put them all together on board a flight, but they were forced into that. That's minor compared to what something like this would cost. And then, of course, you have to then decide what's plus size. So if the airlines ever did entertain this notion, which they're not going to, where does this speculative measurement come from yeah. that says this person's plus size but this person is not? And what kind of problems could that create? And even though we made fun of her, I'll, I'll take the blame for that one. To play devil's advocate for a second here, you said something very key a couple of minutes ago. These ever-shrinking seats. To her point, they have made smaller seats. I mean, you know, part of this is on the airline's fault, too. It is. And, and some of those seats don't have armrests that raise. So you are forced to sit between those two armrests. And yeah. it's one thing when you can pop something up on, on one of the sides where you get at least a little bit of relief. You may be spilling over into the next person's seat. I get that. But the idea on some of these jets, you don't have that option to lift the uh, the uh, armrest in between. And it's, it's painful. Now, you then have to make the personal decision, okay, is it worth the amount of pain it's going to require for me to get from point A to point B? Um, but again, here it's 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 a situation where the, the airlines are looked to as the the fixer here, where they've got to make this situation better, and simply that's just not something that's going to happen uh, because of the way airlines operate. Plus, just from a business standpoint, um, then, then what happens if you have passengers that are too tall? Uh, I need more legroom. Are we going to have to accommodate those? And then you have all these other different types of individuals with you know, varying degrees of travel challenges that airlines now have to try to accommodate. Once they turn off that exit ramp, there, there's there's no turning back. And uh, I'm confident in saying that the airlines are going to continue to treat us like, you know, garbage like they do uh, because we keep filling up their planes, so there's no incentive for them to change the way that they operate. Is the airline business like its own little dinosaur? They don't have to follow anybody else's rules. Like if this were a restaurant. <laughs> And some and some heavy set person complained about the seats at a restaurant. I can guarantee you the restaurant would accommodate them. The next thing you know, there'd be at least a section with you know bigger chairs or bigger booths or whatever the case may be. It's like the airlines impervious to anything. Well, they are, and most of the time they end up telling the airline, uh, the government, what they're going to do instead of vice versa, which is what has made what's been going on with the Biden administration so surprising and impressive that the airlines have been able to give anything back, that they've been forced to try to, you know, treat us a little bit better. Those types of things are uh, uh, haven't happened in the last several decades because once we turn the corner from well, kind of the IT side of things where passengers could make their own reservations, could check ourselves in, do more things at the airport that were, would require fewer personnel there to, to take care of it, uh, airlines fell in love with technology, and customer service at that point was kind of like, eh, uh, the, the, you know, just kind of cast off to the side 
because all the money didn't go to customer service. It went to IT and what can we do to get more people doing more things so that we can pay you know fewer people. Uh, you have, um, I, I think it's in Portland where they're taking a step in the direction where they're changing how they do things by getting rid of all the kiosks at an airport oh, wow. uh, so that you have to use the app on your phone um, to try to re- make sure you don't have a paper boarding pass because they're trying to get away from those. So the industry huh. itself is going through a process where we're seeing more and more things that are being shoved onto the passenger as far as our responsibilities when we fly. And the idea is, okay, if we do more, then the airfare could be less. But sadly, that's really not going to be the case because, you know, if they can save money by, you know, reducing the number of employees on the ramp, the cockpit, wherever it might happen to be, uh, that money is going to be shoved right into their pockets. It's not going to be coming back to us as far as any lower fares. Jeez. It's like, but it's true. It's like their own little entity. I'd love mm-hmm. to run a business like the airlines, that's for sure. Well, I would love to get away with it, too, because I can think of so many times when they always in front of a, of a podium screaming about how safety is our number one priority. And, and I'm just in the back pulling my hair out saying, no, it's not. Absolutely it's not, because if it did, you would have done this, 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 and that. Anytime there's a, an accident or a near accident, the all-star team that's known as the National Transportation Safety Board identifies the cause or causes for whatever incident happened or almost happened. And they also list a, a long lot list of um, fixes. Okay, do this so we can make aviation safer. The problem is with each one of those, there's a cost associated to each one of those items. And far too often, we kind of dismiss it. Uh, and it literally takes a loss of life before the industry is forced into doing some of the things. And then when they do it, it's like, well, you know, we've decided to do this to make aviation safe. No, you're doing it because you were forced to do it. Uh, and, and it's just sad. I can think of so many examples where, you know, various airlines opted to not do, to do the right thing from a, from a uh, I don't want to use the word safety standpoint because I don't want to point the wrong picture, but they could have done things to make aviation safer and they chose not to. And uh, sadly, it's, in some instances, it's come back to cost uh, human life as a result. Well, that's what we don't want. But, uh, right. we're, we're heading. We're flying very rapidly into the summer travel season, so I think some of these stories. Oh, are gonna it's going to be here before you know it. And oh, when we're gonna, it is, we're going to stack them up. Talk <laughs> about the stories we're going to have to talk about then. It's uh, yeah, buckle up. It's going to be an interesting time because we have fewer planes, yep. more people flying, and that's uh, throwing a couple thunderstorms. Uh, <laughs> you know, technical issues with airlines, and grab some popcorn. It's going to be interesting to watch. All right. Well, you feel better, sir. But in the meantime, for Flight 850 Info, right there, 850WFTL.com. Also, to uh, check out Day, uh, Jay's real job, where he actually makes some money, <laughs> uh, daytradefund.com. So hopefully uh, all is going well with that, too. And we'll talk to you in a week. Cannot wait, guys. Good talking to you. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you, pal. Feel better. Bye. Well, Elon has reiterated this morning he's going to Mars soon. F- soon? So he's anticipating this launch in about five minutes is going to be good. He says his his last tweet this morning was, we will try. Okay. <laughs> He's going to try. <laughs> all I know is everybody keeps on showing all the mishaps that happen with the same rocket. Oh, I know. It's terrible. It's like, it's stop like, it. Ooh, go with the B-roll of disaster. Yeah, that's terrible. Sorry, Uh-oh, they sorry, delayed it. Uh, I have, we have some news, and it's supposed to go off in four minutes. It's not going off in four minutes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is it going off in five minutes? Maybe. There's a ten? slight delay, though. I'm checking on this. Is it on hold? Well, it's, it's something they should be careful with, so yes. that's okay. Yes. All right, we got that, and uh, I've never quite seen this. You know that House Judiciary Committee yep. on the Hill? They've traveled. They took a little <laughs> bus trip, a field trip to New York 
looking into New York's crime problem. I think it's hysterical. Wow. All right, that a lot more. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. News Talk 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. We have we have sad news. Yeah. Sad. You know, SpaceX just called off the launch of the Starship, uh, and they said the soonest they can try for another liftoff is 48 hours. Elon said eight minutes ago, a pressurant valve appears to be frozen, so unless it starts operating soon, no launch today, so we know what happened there. Ah. I'm watching uh, the Starship flight test uh, live feed, and there are three people now talking. They're all smiles. I think these kids are 12 years old. <laughs> I'm like, holy cow. I think it's you got that, like all the smartest kids in the world who it, work there. It's that one, he's a young guy, and he looks really about 20-something years yeah. old. And he's always the one that fills in for hours. And then a pretty blonde girl. And then some guy that's, I don't know, kind of in his 40s. He's 40-ish. I'm thinking, boy, it must be the grandpa of the group. It's funny, guys. I was listening to their feed. Because, you know, they were giving the live updates and everything right. on, I think it was on SpaceX.com. They had the live feed there from Launchpad. And they were saying, well, it's not going to take off today. But they were trying to be really optimistic. <laughs> and they're like, it's okay. We're not going to be sad. We're, so we're just using this as a dress rehearsal and work out the kinks. And Wow, positive energy yeah. over there at SpaceX. A lot. Yeah, they were all just smiling. I was like, okay. Yeah, but it's, it is, to, I mean, look, to us and, you know, to... The, the delay person, it is. It's disappointing. You're hoping to see this historic rocket launch test today, and it's not happening. Give today. a crap about that. I was just trying to fill the next eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have worked well. Come on, we don't have any here, Dieter. I mean, come on. We got nothing to talk about. But it's actually a big Elon day. He was going to have the uh, SpaceX thing happening today, but he's he already taped this, of course. But the big interview about artificial intelligence with Tucker Carlson is going to air tonight. And it's supposed to be really, really good. Elon has said for years, I mean like decades, he's tried to warn people about this. Well, his comment, and I don't know where he, I think it was a preview of the tar, the Tucker comment, I mean the interview. He basically said, it's not going to be a nuclear war. It's not going to be a third world war. It is going to be artificial intelligence that is the demise of this civilization. <laughs> and I went, oh, that's lovely. Well, great. That's a positive thought. The robots are taking over. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah. But, I mean, what did that Google guy say, too? What did he say? Yes. What was that cut? So that- this is why it's – so all the products are here now. So now it's at the at the user level with the chat GPT and, you know, so more people are aware of artificial intelligence. So that's why you're hearing about it so much now. The Tucker interview with Elon, the 60 Minutes thing last night. This thing last night I think was way more frightening than anything Elon's going to say because it's great technology, but it's in the wrong hands. It's terrible. So this thing – well, here's Scott Pelley. He'll just describe it. Some AI systems are teaching themselves skills that they weren't expected to have. <laughs> How this happens is not well understood. For example, one Google AI program adapted on its own after it was prompted in the language of Bangladesh, which it was not trained to know. Okay, so you understand. It learned a language. Jeez. On its own. But here's the thing that gets me. It decided to learn a language on its own. It's got a mind. Sure. Well, yeah. Thanks. And then they, then he also, and I honestly think, we've never really played too much audio except the Leslie Stahl thing with Trump from uh, 60 Minutes. But this is worth listening to. I actually think Scott Pelley was frightened. He was actually frightened when he was talking about this stuff. It sounds like he's frightened. One of it was they prompted it to, uh, this is Google's particular program. I think it's called uh, Bard. 
they asked it, they gave it a, a topic and to write a short story. Bard drew its short story that seems so disarmingly human, that talked about the pain that humans feel. It talked about redemption. Mm. <laughs> Great. I think, and I we think wonder why we're worried about robots taking over the world. I think Scott Pelley's going to go hide in a cave somewhere. Well, you know, it, uh, Elon Musk keeps on saying, you got to stop this development of AI. It's going to be the ruination of the country. Or at least monitor it. Yeah. There should be controls put in place. Because there are great uses for it. Immediate research. You can get all case law that you want to find on your own with a program without hiring a lawyer. Uh, how did how did Space Odyssey know this was going to happen? I don't know. If you think about it, when that movie came out when he says, I'm sorry, Dave, I can't open those doors for you. That was Hal taking over the ship. I think the problem is, you know, these companies, Google, you know, Microsoft, releasing this stuff onto the world without really knowing exactly what it can do. I mean, couldn't we wait? Couldn't we stand to hold off on this a little bit? He asked the guy, you know, you don't you don't completely know what it is. You don't fully understand how it works, <laughs> and yet you've turned it loose on society? Yeah, let me put it this way. I don't think we fully understand how a human mind works either. Comforting. Well, that's nice to know. Yeah. So why don't you worry about developing the human mind and understanding that for a robot loose or a... AI loose to take over. It's kind of scary. It's it's just like all those movies that we've watched. iRobot and Cyberdyne and the Terminator and all that stuff. Same thing. Just the same thing. Oof. Hey, there's a big trial going on today, guys, and we should be there. And I'm going to tell you all about it in rapid fire. Do we have time to tell right. about it now? That's Okay, but what are you going to say in the next two minutes? <laughs> oh, I thought we had to be out by 26. <laughs> no, it's like 28-ish. Okay, never mind. Former Democratic nominee. I did not vote for him. Did either of you guys vote for him when he ran against Ron DeSantis? No, no, God. Uh, no, he didn't vote for Andrew Gillum. Okay, just, wanna, Lord, just checking. No. Uh, he'll be in federal court today. He's facing 19 charges that include wire fraud and conspiracy. You may remember Gillum and State House candidate Sharon Janet Letman Hicks. Oh, they were, yeah, they were in cahoots. And remember, they yeah. conspired to raise money. Then they lied about where the money was going, and it was all sent to her PR firm. What happened after I went to the PR firm? She wrote a check to Andrew Gillum and disguised it as a payroll payment, what although a deal. he didn't work for her. So needless to say, it was a big scam of political funding, and I, I think it was a charity thing, too. That they were collecting money for a charity, and it wasn't going to a charity. But wow. uh, they have opening statements. They say will take place by this afternoon. The jury selection this morning. I guess they're figuring they're going to seat a jury fairly quickly. Well, listen. What like what did they say after the? Remember the drug overdose down here and all the other stuff in the hotel room. Right. Well, you know, he fell on hard times after the election loss. Yeah. If he was in Tallahassee, I'm sure he'd be squeaky clean. He would can just get away with more. Can you imagine? What I don't get is as much as opponents dig into each other. As far as background checks, when you're running for any, like, you know, dog catcher, for goodness sakes. They find all the dirt in the world. You can't tell me this guy didn't have dirt on him. Had to. Well, what, DeSantis, your team sucked as far as digging out dirt for Andrew Gillum. Remember, he only won by, what, five, 500 votes? Yeah, rem- 600 votes? Oh, it was, it was razor thin. But remember, too, it's like DeSantis was, what kind of staff did he have? Had nothing, yeah, him. And and Trump's kids. right about that. He came out of nowhere. Well, he's, his popularity went up when Trump showed up at his campaign. Well, that's true. Remember? I about that. And then the commercial about Build the Wall came out. Yep. And then so, it was history after that. Right. But he was, yeah, he was a nobody. Uh, and then Gillum was way ahead for so long. 
he was, I mean, really close to being our governor. Can you imagine? I, I've said it before. It was. It's a miracle that guy didn't win. God, can you? We, we'd still no. be locked down. Oh dear, that'd be scary. <sighs> and all the money be going to him. You're right. And we wouldn't find out about it. No, we wouldn't have known. All right, now we head into rapid fire. Okay, sorry. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we'll uh, go around the room with some stories, some updates, all that good stuff coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. One more time. Uh, some new stories, some recycled, but we'll start it off with Jen. What you got going Let's on? Let's go to Missouri City, Texas. A young man by the name of Sammy Burko. He went out rock climbing with all of his friends, got to the top of the wall, rang the bell, and what then happened? went limp. Oh, no. People what? below were watching, watching. Sammy's not moving. Sammy had a heart attack. Oh, geez. And Sammy's young. Sammy's like 20-ish. Oh, okay? wow. His parents were there. They realized something's wrong. His friends lower him down slowly. Paramedics work on him for two hours. Then they proclaim that he has passed away. Oh, geez. Mom's there holding him. She's crying. She starts praying. And all of a sudden, the father goes, "Uh, he just moved. Call the paramedics back. They continue to work on him. Get him to the hospital where he is very much alive. What? Let's fast forward a month. Sammy wakes up in the step-down ICU, and all he remembers was climbing to the top of the rock wall, ringing the bell. Wow. The only thing he has suffered, because they said he didn't have oxygen for a long time, they were, you know, afraid of brain damage. Yeah. His short-term memory is a little weird, but they said other than that, he's going to be fine, and now he's doing physical therapy for his limbs and stuff because he was in the hospital for a month, not walking around. He just shut down for a little while. How do you like that? My God, but he has God. some he has some kind of rare heart condition. And they found out that he had that as well. So I think they didn't send him to the morgue. And believe that? Good Lord. Holy cow. So he, little Sammy Burko is going to be okay? Wow, that's nuts. Talk about a range of emotions his family went through. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Oh, but been... just to be that young. Two yeah. hours he was dead. Early, two hours. Early 20s. Two hours. I don't even think he was that old. He was a teenager. So oh, maybe geez. 17, 18. You're like making plans at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hey, can believe back. that. Holy that's amazing. Moly. That's incredible. Well, I've never, ever seen this happen. I mean, maybe it has before, just not in my lifetime. So the House Judiciary Committee, the House of Representatives, right? They took a field trip. <laughs> they took a trip. They went to New York because the it. crime is so out of control in New York City. That's where we're having a hearing right now. And they're hearing from victims' rights advocates. The whole panel is there, and they're talking about Alvin Bragg, the DA, who right. charged Trump not doing his job. And it, they're get, it's like an entire day's worth of discussion. They're even hearing from, as a witness, do you remember the bodega guy that defended himself when he got oh, pushed down? Oh, that's right. And, and he defended himself, and he, and he I think he stabbed the... the he uh, ended uh, up killing the guy. Yeah. Remember, they're going to charge him with murder. Yeah. Right. Ch- defended himself after being attacked... And he's up there now saying, saying, I simply saved my life. And Alvin mm. Bragg was going to charge him with murder because That's he said right. the other guy didn't have a, a weapon. Exactly right. Remember? This, this guy is saying this Alvin Bragg isn't doing his job, and he has sent this city into turmoil. But that's not without criticism. Of course, because you have the Democrats on that side, too. They're criticizing the fact that they're even there because they got outvoted to be in New York to talk about the problem. Oh, God forbid you have an open dialogue, right? <laughs> Here's, you can't do that. <laughs> here's Jerry Nadler. Oh. Hey, Jerry. He says all of this is just about politics. They are using their public offices and the resources of our committee to protect their political patron, Donald Trump. That is an outrageous abuse of power. Oh. 
Oh, yeah, sure. God forbid you talk about an out-of-control district with a completely corrupt prosecutor, but but that's an abuse of power okay. to try to fix the problem. When okay. you ask Jerry Nadler, you know, what are you going to do about these people who are on the subway tracks right. run over by trains by crazed people at the subway platform? What is that? That's That's not crime? People are so corrupt. Or all these Gosh. stores that are now closed because they've been raided so many times by, you know, gangs of thieves. You're just trying to protect Trump there. Shameful. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Not trying to protect people. They don't care about that. They okay. just didn't make it about politics. Just right. shameful. Sure. Well, you guys know, speaking of uh, New York, that Billy Joel has had a pretty long-standing residency at Madison Square yeah. Garden at this point, right? Yeah. Well, if you've never seen him and you were planning to go... To Billy Joel's concert at, at uh, Madison Square Garden on Saturday, April 22nd, this Saturday. Change of plans. Oh. Yes. Why? G- g- get ready here because it's not going to be until Tuesday, April 25th now because of the Rangers playing the New Jersey oh. Devils <laughs> in the Stanley <laughs> Cup playoffs. <laughs> so no one was banking on the Rangers going that far? Whoops. So how many people <laughs> were going to fly up for the weekend and now you're going to go on a Tuesday? And, and now really it's a stinks. Tuesday. Exactly. Wow. You had a Saturday concert at MSG with Billy Joel and because of the stupid Rangers and Devils series. Yeah, that's right. I said stupid. <laughs> I don't care. You got to move the concert now. Imagine you saved up for it. It's your first time seeing it. Maybe it's an anniversary trip. Hey, honey, let's go to New York and see Billy Joel at Madison Square well, Garden. Well, maybe it's your anniversary trip as a Devils fan, Diener. <laughs> yeah, one maybe never that's knows. more romantic. Maybe. By the way, a fantastic collection of fan bases with Devils fans and Rangers fans oh, together. It's be- it's oh, it's beautiful. Oh, this series yeah. is going to be great. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. They don't care about the Billy Joel concert. No, They're they ready don't. to go. Wow. So that's uh, delayed now until Tuesday. Wow. Diener, a yes. story just for you. I, I don't think I, I I fall into this category as a grandparent, but you would fall into this category as a dad. Maybe Bill. I don't know if you still got stuff hanging around. Now <laughs> through April 29th, find your old, expired, or damaged car seats. Oh, baby, you know, kids' car seats, yeah. baby car seats, and bring them into Target. Why? They'll give you a coupon for 20% off your next, you know, car seat, stroller, baby gear, whatever it is that you need. And what Target does is they recycle it. Since they started this program in 2016, they have recycled more than 2 million car seats. Wow. I wonder wow. if ours is still lying around. We got everything else. God, I got one I trip over all the time in yeah. the garage. It's like, could we get rid of this thing? There's got to be stuff in my attic somewhere. Is that it? Right. Yeah, we do. We do have some. I think. I think we still have one of the seats. Well, uh-huh. you know, bring it in. And what are you gonna? Unless you're gonna give it to somebody. But if it's not any good, well, I'm not buying any more baby car seats. So, <laughs> I guess they can just are you sure? Sure are you about sure? that? I was banking on number three this weekend. <laughs> it's just well, anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, just checking. All right. Here's another thing going on. The 127th <laughs> running of the Boston Marathon. It's oh. uh, they should be, I uh, guess, getting going now. I think they running. It's gonna say probably right. That's. Uh, Patriots Day. It has arrived. 30,000 runners are part of this thing. Over 100 countries represented over the course. And by the way, 10 years after the deadly Boston Marathon bombing in 2013... Do they? Okay. That's incredible to me. I know. It's been 10 years. I've never watched how they do this. Do the fastest runners go first, I assume? So they don't run anybody else over? How do they put them in order? I would assume, right? I thought they started... Because I think they do like the wheelchair one first. And, and, and they do women like way ahead of time. Do the women go first? I, I can't remember. Do they? 
I, I don't know. I, that's why I've never really watched a marathon from beginning to end. I always catch it like halfway through, and then they say, oh, some guy's ahead by 10 minutes over everybody else. It's the like, okay. The fascinating thing to watch is, because some people, like, they're bound to determine to finish. They're like nine hours into the thing. You know what I, I mean? I know it. It's crazy. So they have, like, these scoop-up vans later to make sure they don't, like, keel over. Oh, and, yeah. And, and, and at some point, you have to get the roads back. <laughs> so it's like, I'm almost there. Sir, you have 11 miles to go, and it's Wednesday. Oh, no. no. Yeah. You're gonna have to stop now. <laughs> yeah, but there's somebody waiting. They, they, the rest of the crew can't go home until that last person crosses wow. the line, or until they say enough is enough. Yeah, or they pick you up in the, the yeah. van. Yeah. Uh, by the way, last time we were trying to talk about this, super listener Scott, thank you so much, Scott. Yeah. It was Jim Fix, was the marathoner ah, that, that's who it that was. died of the uh, heart attack. Well, that was kind of sad, but I mean. That, that, but that shocked everybody. They said, they, "Well, we thought they were the healthiest people on earth." No, not you necessarily. No, it's, if you get you know, and then again, he died in an era where no one knew about high cholesterol. No one knew about. I mean, if you heard about heart disease, it was because your grandmother died of it. Yeah, you know. So I mean, it was a different era. Now they got so many things to to check you out. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, just just real quick, I'm get my final story here. But if you're wondering why there's no gas in Broward right now, or if you're having trouble getting brat. Gas in Broward or Dade is because of the um, Everglades system there got flooded along with everybody else. Well, that affected everything. Everything. And so they couldn't get the gas to the gas station. Some water got into the gas itself. So if you're wondering why you're having trouble getting gas this morning in those areas, that's why even up into Boca. Yeah, we heard from a listener, Cheryl, who chimed in on the app and said, have you heard anything about Boca, too? That's right, yeah. I I guess that's affected. However, according to state officials, things could be back to normal by tomorrow. Okay, good. Is what they're hoping. So I'll get real quick on this final story. I just wanted to mention that. Um, If you were in the Newark airport baggage claim terminal yesterday. And they find your luggage? Well, it wasn't mine. (laughs) They had to be evacuated because um, they had to check out a bag that was vibrating. Oh, it didn't. I swear to you, there was a vibrating luggage bag. And um, (laughs) why? Well, we don't know, Bill. (laughs) But the bomb squad came to investigate just in case. And a little while later, they said, it's all good. You guys can come back now. So just leave it to your bag. Maybe a shaver. Good middle electric razor. Please do not leave vibrating bags unattended. Now, the question is, when they give it the all clear, do you go pick up the bag if it's yours? (laughs) Whose bag is this? Yeah, they hold it up. (laughs) The bag is, and you just got to walk away. With the owner of this? Oh, boy. Maybe it was a kid's toy in there or something. (laughs) So that's the kind of story we needed during Flight 850 with Jay Radliff, not the fat guy. So, yeah, imagine going to pick that one up. Crisis averted. I don't don't think I would have picked it up. (laughs) Whoops. All right, we got oh, some well. uh, wow. some stories to clean up next that we didn't get to yet. Why doesn't this stuff ever happen to me? An Oregon guy was throwing thousands of dollars of cash out his car window because he wanted to oh. bless them. I think he was crazy. Oh, yeah, he's nuts. <laughs> but, I mean, still, I'd like to be around that sometime. I always want to be around the armored truck, too, that the doors fly open and all the money comes out. I'd love to be blessed. Never happens. Nah. And, Jen, you got to give the details about the lady that lived in the cave for 500 days. This woman's nuts. Ooh. Or yeah. is she? Or is she? Well, I don't know. Yeah, spend some time with my family. <laughs> All right, that and more next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to Monday. This stuff will be clearing out soon. Don't you worry about it. It's supposed to start cooling down uh, tonight. The South Florida Morning Show. There's Jen. There's Dina. I'm Bill. Don't forget about the Morning Show blog, 850WFTL.com, and on the uh, the app as well. 
can't remember what the heck is on there, but oh, oh, oh the, I, the hellscape that is Chicago, I know is on oh, there. Oh, and I know, I can guarantee I know it's what else is new because it's Diener's story, and th- he laughed at the whole thing. What you think you know what I did, Jen? Yeah, the what? emu. I yeah, mentioned you're the right. Emu. Yes, you're right. That Mimu the <laughs> emu, whatever the hell its name was. <laughs> so stupid. I, I don't trust those things. We shouldn't. They're mean. Yeah, it seems like they would peck your eyes out, and they're, I think they can yeah. run faster than I can. Yeah, they're pretty 30, terrifying. Thirty miles an hour. Yeah, they I'm can definitely sh- run faster than. And I can. I'm pretty sure the guy that used to raise them near me. Um, his fences were huge. Mm. I mean, they were like 12 feet high. They, it looked like a prison, you know, enclosure. And he had a bunch of them. Can they fly? No, they can jump oh, okay. really. I don't know if they can fly, but they can jump really high. And it, it, every part of an emu, I do believe, is usable. Feathers, skin, claws, meat. Wow. All right. I challenge you. What are you going to do with emu feet? I don't know. <laughs> Ashtray? I don't know. Rake? Yeah, Put a really. stick on there. Dog oh, the, toy. Yeah. Dog chew. Oh, I don't know. No. I don't know. Claws right. of those things. But yes, you can see the emu running through the streets of Tennessee. Both of those are on there. <laughs> All right. Um, this story. Why does this never happen to us or anybody normal? An Oregon man threw thousands of dollars in cash out his car window. Oh, God. He wanted to bless others. Oh, please. He could have blessed me. God bless you. Here's a thousand. God bless you. Here's a thousand. Uh, he's 38. Colin McCarthy was driving through Eugene. It was last Tuesday. It was Tuesday night. Started hurling out hundreds. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Long enough so that the cops were getting calls about it because you can imagine it caused a ruckus. They tracked him down, and he told him he was doing well, and he wanted to bless others with gifts of money. Well, isn't that nice of him? Hey, listen, he's not breaking the law, right? Yep. I mean, why not? But here's the gotcha. <laughs> he, he cleared out a bank account that his family owned. <laughs> But his name was on the account, they said. Well, they're doing well. <laughs> wow. So he decided to bless them on behalf of them, I'm sure, huh? Uh, well, I guess. And, and they. But the funny part about it was the rest of his family was like, could you bring the money back? It wasn't like it was his to just get rid of. Yeah. Well, what'd you have Good his luck. name? What'd you have his name on the account for then? Well, that's true, too. It's your own fault. They actually charged him with littering. That's how they got him. Did they really? Yeah, littering. <laughs> I didn't think he could consider money litter. Did they did they get any of it back? Do you know? Uh, Does it say? Because I, I didn't see. I know one family called and said we got a couple of thousand bucks. Oh. What do you, what do we do with this money? So they called the cops. They, boy, that's a that's a nice family. They and called someday. the say that they had the money and hopefully they brought it back and they gave it to this family. They don't know how much he was able in hundreds to throw out the window, but he had taken out two hundred grand. <gasps> Here's some witnesses. Wow. This guy was driving up and down I-5, dropping out tons of cash. Some friends called me and said that they got $2,000. We have one of the people who picked up the large sum of cash, $1,800 worth, pulled over to the side of I-5 wanting to know what to do with the money. I didn't think it was an interstate. Wow. So that's like driving up and down 95. Well, here's the problem, though. Then you send people into a dangerous situation to get the cash. I thought, I was thinking maybe it was like a side road. Jeez. Wow. Would you do it? Would you get out of the car and catch, catch cash? Maybe. Uh, Depends. If I knew they were $100 bills? I would think that if I, if I knew, I would think that they were counterfeited first, though. Yeah. That, that it was some it. side of a YouTube prank or a TikTok prank. That could be it, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, how, many, how, how much do you guys really love your families? 50-year-old 50 50 year woman in Spain. She just came out of a cave. It was 230 feet underground. Her name's Beatrice. It was an experiment to study our internal clock and how we react to extreme isolation. She had two GoPros, people watching her all the time. 
they lowered her food. I won't tell you the rest, but anyway. Uh, when put it this way, when she went in, the pandemic was still raging. <laughs> the war in Ukraine hadn't started, and Queen Elizabeth was still alive. So all of this is news to her when she gets out? She gets out. <laughs> she thought she'd only been there 170 days. Turned out to be 500 days. She lost track of time. Lost wow. track of time. She had a panic button. She could have come out at any time. She never hit it. She didn't have anybody to talk to. She came out at one point for eight days because they had some kind of problem with the, I guess, the oxygen levels, but they didn't count that toward her grand total. <laughs> I'd be like, you damn well, you'd count it toward my grand total. They give her like a canary, like a mine? No, they didn't give her anything. She didn't have a TV. <laughs> she didn't have news. She didn't have a phone. She had nothing. Sounds kind of nice, I got to tell you. She read, uh, She w- and, and she said she wanted to write a book, but she didn't have time. Or, like, or didn't light. Have, I'm like, okay, 500 days. <laughs> Uh, but uh, she came out and she said, I'm going to have a hard time talking because I haven't talked to anybody. And then she wouldn't shut up when she <laughs> did the interview. She wanted that and a beer. So they gave her a beer and they gave her an interview and she broke the record for the longest ever by yourself. Boy, even Aaron Rodgers came out after four. <laughs> wow. Anyway, that does it for us. We'll be back tomorrow morning at six o'clock. Have a great day. Stay dry. And thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.